the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. For tomorrow, expect a shower in the morning, otherwise a mix of sun and clouds and a high of 82. Tomorrow evening, clear skies, low 66. And Thursday, sunny, high 80. And that's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Casey Long for News Talk 930 WLSS. Manatee High School football is a force of nature. It's time to feel the power with Hurricane Hotline. Live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton. Hosted by Dave Bristow and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. And now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. A very pleasant good evening, everyone. We're live from Beef O'Brady's on Cortez Road for yet another edition of Hurricane Hotline. And, man, it is pouring outside. We've got a cold front approaching the area. And, uh, boy, just kind of like it was a few weeks ago when we had rain all the time. But we're nice and dry in here as the Hurricanes get the big win over Palmetto this past week. We're joined by head coach John Booth and running back coach Cord Graham. Good evening, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Anytime, Cord. You know, (laughs) this mic is open for you each and every Tuesday night. We want you to know. I want to share it. I want other people to enjoy it. (laughs) If we have to bring in a fourth mic, it doesn't matter. We'll get you on. Hey, uh, because you're the coach of Johnny Lang, and he's basically here every week. He's our offensive player of the week again. Our defensive player is Nashawn Smith, and we also have a special teams player, the long snapper, Andrew Zink, who's done an outstanding job this season snapping. We'll get to those guys, but first things first, the Palmetto game, boy, I I don't know about you, John, but I was worried just because um, there were just a lot of distractions. It was a great night, don't get me wrong, 100 years of Manatee football, homecoming, but oh my gosh, just a lot of things going on, and it's, it's very difficult to get the kids to focus when there's so much going on. Right. And just even homecoming itself, um, you know, can be a big distraction. Yep. But now you throw in a lot of the, uh, you know, the community being there, and which is always a great thing. But, um, you know, how the kids respond, um, you know, to that and, and, and trying to stay focused, uh, you know, that's always a concern. But um, our kids handled it, um, you know, very well. Um, they came out ready to play, um, you know, and, and uh, you know, we had we had a couple turnovers in the first half, but, you know, I really thought we moved the ball well. Um, we just didn't finish those drives, and, and uh, you know, we were able to kind of, you know, regroup and, at halftime and, and kind of finish those drives. And, um, you know, really you could throw out the records in, in a rivalry game like that, and um, we knew Palmetto was going to come in and play tough, and, and I, was, I was glad and, and, and proud of the way our kids responded. Well, this game was sandwiched uh, in between a couple of huge district games. And mm-hmm. this Friday against St. Pete, it's Bright House Game of the Week, and it's right. uh, St. Pete is undefeated. And we're going to start talking about that game as we move along here in Hurricane Hotline. But we want to focus on Palmetto. 
for a while. Cord, uh, you've been around the program for a while now, and Palmetto always plays us tough, and they had great athletes, and it was a, it was a pretty good football game. A little sloppy in the first half, but all in all, a lot of skill out there. No, it was a great game. We just, you know, first half we slopped around, but, you know, they had some good players, 74, their defensive lineman, then they had a linebacker, number three. Mm-hmm. I don't know their names, but, man, they were flying around the field. And, so, and, of course, their quarterback and their running and back. Then the, and the quarterback good. who, uh, you know, committed to Miami. And then the running back, I thought, was probably, you know, throughout the years, probably been their best player. So he had a nice run for a touchdown. John, uh, talk about the defense again, because I thought uh, the defense played well, only giving up 12 points. Right. And had some takeaways also. Right, and that's and that's huge. We knew, um, you know, obviously when you've got a guy that's that's committed to University of Miami, they're going to try to sling the ball downfield. And, and, you know, and so that the challenge was there for our secondary, and um, they stepped up. Trayvon had an interception, and uh, Jamarian had an interception as well to kind of start the game. Um, and so they, they were able to get the uh, get us the ball offensively and, and trying to create some momentum for us as well. But, um, you know, Kwanzi finished with, with three sacks as well, and we were able to get some pressure with our front four, uh, which, uh, you know, put Allison in, um, you know, in some trouble and, and made him probably throw the ball a little bit quicker than he, than he wanted to. If you want to join in the conversation tonight, 955 is our local number. We're going to have Drew Felios coming along from Bright House Sports Network. Saw uh, him earlier. Oh, yeah, he was out, he, he was out, out of the school? Yeah. All right. He's all over the place. Yes, he is today. So, yeah, uh, he's going to give us a call. It'll probably be around 630, and that's always extremely insightful when you have Drew because he gets around. Yep. And uh, he's seen this St. Pete team play firsthand, uh, seen their game again. He saw their game against Lakewood, St. Pete Lakewood, I believe. Okay. So we'll have Drew Felios on. But uh, getting back to the Palmetto game, John, um, you came out, you moved the ball basically at will, but just some crucial turnovers. What did you tell the team at half? Just keep on keeping on? Well, yeah, that we didn't really have a lot of adjustments, particularly offensively, and, and you know, we just got to, you know, stop shooting ourselves in the foot. Um, you know, we had uh, a big screen to, to Johnny that went for 65, um, put us in, you know, right around the 15-yard line, and, and we fumbled the snap. And, and uh, we have a nice, or uh, earlier than that, we had a nice fourth-down conversion, puts us inside the 10, and we fumbled the snap again. And so, um, you know, I thought we moved the ball um, like we were capable of, and, and so I was happy with that. But, um, you know, we get into the halftime. That was, the, that was the, biggest, the biggest talk for us was let's not kill ourselves and, um, you know, go out there and finish these drives. That was one of the nicest plays of the year, I thought, that screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, while we're talking about it, let's uh, let everybody listen to it that wasn't at the game because, again, it was set up beautifully, and Johnny made a great run. So let's uh, let's hear that long screen pass. Drummond remains in the game at quarterback, second and ten. Sloan setting up a little screen. He's got his man to the 25, to the 30. Look at Johnny go to the 50, to the 40. To the 30, Johnny to the 20, he's down at the 15-yard line. Great What a play. Yeah, that was set up great, and uh, the blocking was there, and the execution cord was pretty much perfect on that play. Yeah, Johnny got it, went outside. Just one guy left to go, but Johnny couldn't make the move there at the end, so... <laughs> well, the tough thing with with screens that you, that you see is it, it a lot kind of goes into you got to get a good pass rush with the with the defensive line. Um, you know, we we you know we've got some different things going on the backside to maybe influence secondary and linebackers, and, and it all kind of has to come together at the right time. And fortunately for us on that one, it, it, it did. 
and it's a beautiful thing. And everybody seems to love the screenplay too, because when it works, it is a thing of beauty. But it, well, it, we we ran we ran an outside wide receiver screen to uh, to Kelvin to Kelvin earlier uh, in the game. In fact, we ran it twice, um, and it set up beautiful. Um, their defensive line didn't get a good pass rush on that one, and they were able to kind of peel back and, and make the tackle. We ended up getting almost 15 on it, but you know it, it looked initially like it could have went uh, the distance. Okay, we've got a caller on the line. Good evening. How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Hello. How you doing, Dave? Dave, you there? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, hey, this, this is Jared, a long-time listener, first-time caller. A, a pleasure to be on the radio. Anytime. Yeah, I got, got a quick question for uh, Coach Cord. Um, uh, my, my basic question is, you know, with these hurry-up offenses, how do you think those running backs hold up? Because, you know, I watch on I watch on the television. You see all this going on, and I know like um, I, I'm a big Alabama fan. I know Coach David. He he kind of he don't want to run it because I, I think it it can it could put a lot on the offense. So I'm just curious to what his his thoughts on that because you know um, I, I I just I think about that a lot. And I'll I'll set up now and um, yeah, go ahead, Coach Gordon, real fast. Yeah, he's talking about the hurry-up offense and uh, what it does, well, not only to the running backs, of course, also the offensive line and everybody because... Uh, well, we haven't really had the hurry-up offense this year, so Johnny has enough time to rest between snaps. And then we bring O.J. in every once in a while, and he, he does a good job for us. So, it, But it is something that, that we brought out before. Um, now, let me say this. Speaking of what we call the NASCAR offense, I thought when Palmetto went into that, Later in the game, it was pretty effective. Right. And I'm sure that. Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC Subaru. Where we treat you like family. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Homes and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor of over 35 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with We've got uh, torrential rain going on down here, so just kind of hang with us. And uh, we are back now. We're talking about the NASCAR offense uh, because we had a caller that commented about it. And, again, we, what we were saying is if it was so easy to do, uh, everybody would do it. Yeah, and, you know, and that's the, the, the tough thing with that from an offensive perspective is the communication and, and relaying 
that uh, from from sideline to quarterback, quarterback to the the, the rest of the the offense. You know, when especially when you've got you know I want to say we were just under seven thousand um, at Friday night's game. It's loud, it's rocking. Um, you know, communication is is important for that. But uh, certainly, it's a great change of pace. Um, and, and, a, and a great opportunity for, you know, the offensive side of the ball to, to you know, put some pressure on the defense and, and uh, kind of keep them guessing. You talked about the crowd, John. Mm-hmm. 7,000 people. Uh, you guys both played at Manatee. Did you get it? You, you probably didn't get a chance to line up with everybody else, did you? You were kind of busy coaching. Yeah, no, I didn't get a chance <laughs> there pregame. Uh, no, but that was a, a lot crowd. of fun. Yeah, a lot of former players, a lot of people that we've coached or – you know, watch growing up. You know, so and it, it was enjoyed neat. it. It was neat too. I, I saw a friend of mine's uh, grandfather, um, you know, who played. Uh, I want to say uh, back in the '40s, and um, you know, and so it was just it was neat to see you know seven. I want to say I heard seven generations of of Manatee football players there, and and uh, it's just kind of special, you know, to to have those guys be a part, um, and uh, you know, see them kind of talking about the old days and and reminiscing about um, about the football and and their friendships and things like that. So it was it was a special night for a lot of us alumni. Hundred years of Manatee football, we celebrated, but we'll be carrying it on all year and talking about a hundred years of Manatee football, and that brings us to our first trivia question of the night. We're gonna lay it out there before we uh, take a time out and it has to do with i was looking at statistics cord graham you know who the leading rusher is for a single season for manatee this, this isn't the trivia question so you can say uh, it if you know it i think it's uh shevin wiggins yeah i, I think it is too. i think it's very difficult to confirm that yeah. but from everything i researched uh, on it in the last couple of days uh, it appears to be Shevin Wiggins, and Shevin Wiggins in 1993 rushed for 2,267 yards and 32 touchdowns. He was Mr. Football in the state of Florida. And the reason I started thinking about all this, because I was looking at Johnny Lang's statistics. Uh, He has uh, 1,154 yards right now. Well, if you extrapolate that out and – throw in his average of 165 yards, and you make it just a couple of games in the playoffs, he'll have around 2,000 yards. Mm -hmm. Uh, So who knows what will happen. He'll be up there in that uh, rare company, basically, is what I'm saying. Uh, Because I don't know who is second, but I picked Chris McNear uh, back in 2005, had 1,800 yards and 18 touchdowns. And that was an outstanding year. Now, prior to 19... 89, uh, that's when we had the Manatee Magic book, and they had great statistics in it. The leading rusher was Frank Creighton with 1,480 yards. That tells you something there. I mean, holy mackerel, uh, 1,480 to 1,797 to 2,415, and there are probably other ones. I'm not sure how many yards last year that um, Trayvon had. Do you remember, Cord? It was right around, I'd say, 1,500. Yeah, he had it right around there, yeah. So, uh, you know, what, what we're saying here is that, uh, you know, if Johnny keeps it up, he's going to have an outstanding year. Now, getting back to our trivia question, it's about Shevin Wiggins. Shevin Wiggins just had a phenomenal year. Then he went on to play at Nebraska. Well, there was a legendary play that he was a part of, and they called it the flea kicker. Not the flea flicker, the flea kicker. And it was incredible, and it just... It turned into one of the most magical endings ever in a football game. 
and it led Nebraska on to the national championship. They won the national championship that year. So who was that game against? Pretty simple. Who were they playing where it looked like the game was over, the other team actually stormed the field, and the official then said, no, 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 we'll continue on, and I'll tell you more about that play uh, when you tell me who Nebraska got the win over on the flea kicker. It was November 8th of 1997. If you know, give us a call, 955-0930, or raise your hand here in beefs, and Gene will get to you. We've got some wings, and we've got some T-shirts, koozies, that sort of thing. Right now, we're going to take our first time out of the night. When we come back, hopefully we'll have an answer to the trivia question. We'll get our offensive and defensive and our special teams players of the week. And also, we'll have a special guest, Drew Felios from Bright House. We'll have all that and much, much more when we return on Hurricane Hotline, live from Beef O'Brady's. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton, details online at ConstantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com and go Canes! As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104. For more information, log on to mulocklaw.com. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria, the Beach House in Bradenton Beach, and the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longboat Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes in the sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. News Talk 930 WLSS. Traffic. Traffic here now. A service of Britain's Carpet One floor and home in Venice. Gusty winds on the skyway as Mother Nature brings us some rain showers today. Chalavast, Lockwood Ridge, one of the latest crashes. They just dispatched that one. Some lane blockage northbound about to 190. And be careful in that location. Also, Cattleman and Sandfield Road. And they're heading out to 60th Avenue and 14th Street. Busy location for a crash up through the DeSoto Bridge and so on. We're looking pretty busy. I-75 still points of congestion around like Fruitville and 301. Britain's Carpet One, floor and home. Your locally owned Carpet One retailer. Everything for your home carpet tile, laminates, and more. You'll find all of this at 1190 East Venice Avenue. Dave Anderson, WLSS Traffic.
to Hurricane Hotline, live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton, with Dave Bristow and Manatee Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now at 877-969-8600. And now, here's Dave Bristow and Coach John Booth. All right, welcome back to... Beef O'Brady's, and man, it is just horrible weather tonight, and we just appreciate everyone coming out. we got a pretty good crowd here, yep. especially considering the inclement weather that has swept into the Braden and Sarasota area. By the way, our local number to call, uh, you just heard the toll-free number, but the local number, 955-0930, 955-0930. Okay, the trivia question is out there. Shevin Wiggins, the all-time single-season leading rusher. We've got somebody who knows it. Uh, Mr. Washio back there, Gene. Uh, we're looking for the school that Nebraska beat when they pulled off the flea kicker play. And we'll explain it more after uh, Ken answers the question. All right, we're out here with Ken Washio and his lovely wife. So, Ken, give us that answer. It was Missouri. I remember him being on his back, and then he, in the end zone, kicked it up in the air, and then you know, the receiver caught it for the touchdown. You're absolutely right, Ken. Um, Very get, good. Get Ken some wings, maybe a T-shirt, a koozie. Um, yeah, that was the, one of the strangest plays. Um, you guys were just little tykes when that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, what happened was the referee on the play, when Wiggins – was like almost laying down after the ball deflected off of him. Uh, Shevin explained it later that he was just trying to keep the ball live and play and not hit the ground. And if he hits it intentionally with his foot and kicks it, it's a penalty. Right. Uh, basically game over. Um, Missouri wins. Nebraska, no national championship. So uh, Shevin used his soccer ability uh, and his just great athletic ability and gets his foot on it, kicks it up, and who was it? I believe it was a receiver by the name of Davidson, I believe, grabbed it. And it was Scott Frost yep. who threw the ball. We all can remember, of course, Scott Frost. Yeah, Matt Davidson. And his hands just fell on the turf, and the ball was right there. And everybody thought it was incomplete. And there, there's no review back then. The official calls it good, calls it that Shevin incidentally hit the ball wasn't uh, on purpose Hmm. and uh, they went on to win the game in overtime that put the game into overtime it's been uh you know they've had the greatest plays of all time and that's been like one of the top 10 greatest plays college football so anyway uh shevin is now uh, working for ups locally and uh just uh you know just was a tremendous tremendous high school player and then had a a nice career at nebraska but that's something that's kind of cool Huh, guys, be able to talk about that, you know, Absolutely. 20 years, 30 years down the road. Remember, my college roommate was a big uh, Missouri fan, and we've talked about that play at length a <laughs> oh, lot I bet of times. you did. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, all right, we're going to squeeze in before uh, we hear from Drew Felios. We're going to squeeze in uh, our offensive and defensive and special teams players of the week. We'll turn it over to Gene Brown. All right, we're out here with uh, Nation Smith since he doesn't have any food yet, I guess. Yeah. They're waiting on that, but uh, – it's uh, defense has uh, had a little bit. Oh, something coming. Yep. They're getting, all these guys are getting hamburgers. And Johnny got his wings. Um, but Nashon, you know, it's been a little bit um, 
on the defense with some wet weather, obviously, a few weeks ago and finally got a good dry field against a, a rival. Um, How does it feel against, you know, Palmetto and kind of talking a little bit, coming out and taking care of them? Well, I was excited for the Palmetto game all week. Uh, we were all ready for it. It was really fun playing dry and a dry field finally. And yeah, we just held it together and got W. Palmetto had, the, you know, obviously the great quarterback that's going to Miami right now, committed, and, and uh, what did you guys do to kind of put the pressure on him to keep him from getting those long passes? Well, we made sure that uh, we didn't let up on him and we made sure we get 110% every play. So just don't let that title get to us. We just played normal football. All right. Uh, I think we'll go ahead and go to Drew. Yep, thanks, Gene. Thanks, Nashawn. Nashawn, the leading tackler for the Hurricanes, doing just an outstanding job. Right now we've got Drew Felios from Bright House Sports with us. Drew, how you doing tonight? Oh, it's great, man. How are you guys doing? It's been a long time. Yeah, we're doing well. It's pouring down rain down here, and uh, hopefully it'll all get out of the way before Friday night, right? <laughs> oh, definitely. We've had some beautiful uh, back-to-back weeks of football, so hopefully – that keeps going because before that, guys, I don't remember any time, at least in the past 10 years, where we had as bad a weather as we had during the month of September. So hopefully we can keep the good weather rolling. Yeah, no doubt about it. Drew, talk about this game. Uh, it's the Bright House Sports Game of the Week. St. Pete undefeated going against the Hurricanes. Manatee is on a winning streak after their opening season loss. Just talk a little bit about this matchup. Well, I've seen St. Pete a few times. Um, I, I've, I've seen them in practice, and then I, I actually had a chance to call their game. It was week three. They played Lakewood up here in St. Pete. Lakewood's a team that's always very athletic. They got to the state semifinals last year. And, you know, they got players at the University of Florida and USF and um, always a very athletic football team. And St. Pete just took them to school. You know, they're a very disciplined team. And they won that game 39-22. And since then, they have blown out three straight schools. Now, neither of those schools has been on the same level as Manatee. But I definitely wouldn't sleep on this game because the Green Devils play assignment football. They're very disciplined. And uh, they've got a sophomore quarterback by the name of Austin Cossey who does a lot of you know things you wouldn't expect from a 10th grader. He's a very savvy player. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. And he's just a real sound leader for that team. Um, the player of the game that night when we saw them against Lakewood was a little scat back by the name of Darius Miller. This kid is lightning, and you couldn't tackle him in a phone booth. Uh, he is really going to be a challenge for Manatee, you know, to, to, to know where he is at all times. Because when he gets his hands on it, he's, he's extremely dangerous football player and then on defense it's just a bunch of blue collar lunch pail guys um you know they come after you um and uh they don't miss tackles so they don't have that big division one four or five star recruit in their lineup but every guy brings it and and coach Fabrizio does a tremendous job coaching them so it's a team that that is not going to make a lot of mistakes so if you're Manatee, you definitely can't take these guys lightly. This is one of the better matchups you've had all year, isn't it, Drew? I think so. Uh, you know, that, that, that Lakewood game was, was interesting because it was the great athletes of Lakewood against the, the sound discipline club of St. Pete. You know, we thought we were going to have a, 
a game last week when Plant battled Sickles, and uh, that that game was over when it started. <laughs> because Plant, yeah, yeah. Plant is guys, Plant's on another level right now. They are really, really playing good football. Um, their their quarterback Rex Culpepper, son of Brad Culper, Culpepper, is gaining is gaining confidence. He settled down in the pocket. He's got a lot of weapons in their offensive line. These kids are big and they're physical. And their defense, they, they just bring hat after hat to the football. So Plant right now is good. I mean, down the line, it's going to be something if Manatee has to play Plant in the postseason. That's a game I would definitely pay to see. Hopefully I get to call it so I get to see it for free on that particular night. But that's far down the road. But, but Plant is really playing outstanding football. Yeah, Drew, there's so much on the line this Friday night. Of course, uh, if the Hurricanes can win, they'll be district champs, and that means staying at home first round. And I don't know if you've looked at it, but Manatee's first-round opponent comes from the East Coast, so it's not an easy road to uh, hit it and go all the way over to either Fort Pierce or Vero Beach. You know, it's, it's something also because I had a chance to, to visit Manatee High School today, actually, and I met with Coach Booth for the first time ever. And I was, you know, anytime you meet a coach, you're wondering what he's going to be like. And, and you can kind of get a sense of, of how a coach is organized and how he is as a coach by how he can talk about his players and the vision for his program. And Coach Booth had just clear direction as to where he wants Manti football to go. And he could talk about any player that we brought up on the lineup, whether it was a kid that was first string or a kid that was sitting on the bench. And another thing, another thing, Dave, that really taught me about what Coach Booth means as a coach is I had a chance to see his former team, Bloomingdale, a few weeks back, and I was pleasantly surprised. This is a structured football team that has basically taken the same path that he set out when he started coaching there years ago. And the, the current coach there now says we owe so much of what we do to Coach Booth. And this, this team was disciplined. They're talented. Every kid knows what they're doing. So I, I, I really feel that Manti football is in good hands. You know, going to Manti High School today, I wasn't sure if that was going to be the case or what we were going to get. But I, I really think Coach Booth knows what he's doing. I think that program's headed for big things. Well, Coach Booth appreciates that as yes. he's sitting next to me. Thank you very much, Drew. And, uh, well, Drew, what do you think it's going to come down to? You know, I, I've watched uh, – St. Pete on film, and I've looked at their scores, and one thing that kind of stands out is, you know, that they've run up some big scores. They haven't played the best of schedule, and I think that might catch up with them a little bit, but certainly they're a very talented team. I think the main thing is don't don't let their, their offense get those long drives. So they, they really like to hold the football, and then just like that thing, you know, one of their little scat backs will hit you. I, I think you'll see that on film. But their defense very quietly, I think, um, really has become a force. Now, now the talent that they're going to see this Friday isn't what they've seen so far this season, of course. But uh, I, I, if I were Manatee, I would try and kind of hit them with their own medicine. You know, run the football on these guys. Uh, you know, win the point of attack and let them know right off the bat that uh, – that it's not Palm Harbor High School that they're playing. So um, I, I think if Manatee does that, I think they'll be okay. But then again, you know, the Hurricanes offensive line is, is kind of young and maturing. Um, but, but it should be very interesting how 
safety does because when you come down to Manatee, there's so much you got to deal with with the atmosphere and the crowd, and you're not just playing guys on the field. You're playing the mystique of Manatee football. So interesting to see how the Green Devils deal with that, but I think which team runs the football better. I think if Johnny Lane can get loose and have another big night, I think I think Manatee should have no problems winning this football game. But in the end, St. Pete's going to have a good showing. I think they're too good and they're too talented not to. Drew, we really appreciate you spending a few minutes with us, and we will see you Friday night at Joe Cadan Field at Hawkins Stadium. Hey, thanks for having me, guys, and we are psyched up. It's always a pleasure calling football games and covering games there. We are really, really excited. We'll see you then. Okay, thanks a lot, Drew. We appreciate it. Thank you. That's Drew Felios. Drew Felios from Bright House Sports, and that game will be on Bright House uh, Friday night, 7.30 kickoff. And, of course, uh, that's this. If you can't make it out there and you can always turn uh, the TV down and turn the radio up, that's what we encourage. Right. Uh, <laughs> nothing against Drew, of course. But, uh, hey, uh, we've got somebody on the line that wants to answer the trivia, but, unfortunately, we had it answered earlier in the show. But uh, good evening. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Mr. Dave Bristol. I've been waiting for 20 minutes to talk to you. Oh, all right. Go ahead. Well, this is Gene Gallo, and I'm in a storm driving, and I wanted to try to answer that question with Chevin Wiggins. Yeah. Well, wh- what do you think the answer is? I thought it was the University of Texas. Nope. Ken Washio got it. He's uh, here in attendance. It's Missouri. And uh, your seat is being saved for you, but uh, apparently uh, you're uh, you're caught in bad weather, huh, Gene? Yeah, I was just coming back from the airport. I took my grandson. He was headed back to college. Okay. Did you enjoy last Friday night? Absolutely, man. That was a great game. Wasn't it fun, the 100 years of football celebration and everything? Yeah, everything was great except the officiating. They were terrible. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we can't really go into that big time. But, yeah, I thought a couple of play calls uh, on the field by the officials were missed. Uh, did you feel like you could strap it on, Gene, and uh, get out there Friday night? Well, I tried to, but my <laughs> my uh, cane wasn't working well enough for me to walk on the field. All right. And uh, then after watching the Gators Saturday night, that wasn't good, huh? No, that wasn't. Now that you've ruined my <laughs> night with that question, I might as well get off the phone and let you have a good time. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, thanks for calling in, Gene. Appreciate it. We'll All still right, give you some guys. wings. See you guys <laughs> right. Friday night. Okay, Gene Gallo, uh, always here on Hurricane Hotline, but uh, had to run to the airport and got caught in the downpour that that uh, it seems to be letting up a little bit now, so that's a good thing. Hey, no worries. We have another trivia question, but first – we're going to go out and talk to who you got, Gene? Out here with uh, Johnny Lang. Uh, first off, Johnny, congratulations on uh, surpassing a thousand yards and getting that going. It's not, but it, we talked a little earlier. It's not the first thousand; it's the second thousand. So, uh, no pressure on you, right? No, not at all. But I'm just willing to do it. Well, we know that uh, you've had a great season so far, and obviously, the biggest game now for us is St. Pete. Coming into this game and, you know, coming off the Palmetto game with the hype of the rivalry, how do you feel coming into the St. Pete game this week? Um, I just feel like um, we shouldn't 
go out and try to do nothing more, nothing less, and just play Manatee football. And, and just because they're St. Pete, it, it doesn't really mean nothing. You know, we still got to play our game and have all three phases, like Coach Boo said. And coming in uh, last week, we had the offensive line here, and each week we've seen a little bit of improvement, a little bit of kind of we're talking about Coach Booth's offense a little bit. Not a lot different than last year, but kind of is the team coming together kind of around the the offense and fine-tuning things now? Um, yes, everybody's coming as a unit, and now we're getting things done, and now we're on the road. You know, offense, um, we had to grow, of course, with the younger guys, and now we feel like men as the uh, season goes on. Good. Well, congratulations. Keep up the good work and, uh, you know, come out and get a victory so we can have some home games. Yes, sir. All right, Johnny Lang with uh, just another outstanding game. And we got baseball on here, too. St. Louis, San Francisco deadlocked at four. We've been battling the satellite issues because of the weather. But um, come on, Cardinals. you got to pull it out here. Top of the ninth. Yadier Molina's in warming up now. Wow, that's interesting. Molina almost went down the other night like he was uh, shot. He got an oblique strain, and uh, he may be going in for defense because he can't swing the bat. Now we'll go back to Gene for our special teams player of yeah. the week. And, and obviously, being that uh, special teams player that I was many, many years ago, you know, it's probably the most important position on the team as the long snapper and going through because at a time we've seen over the years when a team uh, – doesn't have as good of a long snapper as we've got, and we've continued the tradition. Um, really does a great job, and Andrew Zink here. Um, Andrew, tell us the kind of where you're at and what you're doing as far as continuing to improve and, and get that ball back there. And, and I got one question, and one of the favorite things was snap that ball and try to go down there and tackle somebody on a punt. Well, I'm always excited for the punts, to get an opportunity to go down there and hit somebody because I don't really get a chance to practice. But uh, every day of practice, I'm just – critiquing my form and trying to get it locked in. So in the game, I'm ready. Good. And we, we work hard, and Coach Stoller does a great job at uh, really working and focusing on what it happens is. Um, earlier in the year, we had a little bit of problem up front um, on extra points. So has that got kind of worked out? Absolutely. Coach Stoller uh, did not mess around after that week. We got that locked in, and Coach Stoller's a great coach and really got us really – Focusing on special teams and punt. Yeah, and I know one of the things that we worked on on JV when I coached with Coach Graham and that, and also on varsity, is we really work to get everybody in the game if we can. It's not just the starters, and that's one of the things that, you know, Manatee football is all about is the tradition, but getting as many people involved as possible. Yeah, uh, we have a really good uh, center and uh, or a long stopper, Garrett Ware, who's coming in. He's going to get real good. Yeah. All right, well, congratulations, and uh, keep up the good work. All right, and he, he does a great job, John. That ball gets back yeah, there in a hurry. Well, you look at, uh, you know, most people don't really know who the uh, the long snapper is until he makes a mistake, mm -hmm. and uh, the good thing is nobody knows who uh, Zink is because he never makes a mistake. He puts some zip on the ball, and it's nice when the punter doesn't have to move to catch it or, uh, you know, our, our holder on the field goal or extra point doesn't have to move a whole lot to, to, you know, get the ball down. He does a great job for us. All right, we're going to take our final time out. We'll be back with uh, trivia, and we'll talk more about the big game against St. Pete High Friday night. We're live at Beefo Brady's. We'll be right back with more Hurricane Hotline. 
Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-price leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Perkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Perkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of all your needs. For more information, go to GalatiYachts.com. M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. News Talk 930 WLSS. Traffic. As I look at the ride for you at this hour, it's a service of the sinkhole guy. We are looking at uh, some troubles like uh, Talavast and Lockwood Ridge, the one coming into me now. They just got on scene a few moments ago. We're also looking at had some earlier left lane blockage northbound about the 190 mile marker there around the Venice area. Uh, River and 41, they're on the scene of a crash. Again, we've got gusty winds on the Skyway. They're starting to ease back some. But just a heads up if you got to head that way. And with the uh, rains falling in some areas, please add some extra drive time. APT is a full-service single repair company. More than 10 years of experience in the area. You grow out with APT. Underpinnings free. Check them out online at thesinkholeguide.com. I'm Dave Anderson here, WLSS Traffic. Back to Hurricane Hotline, live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton, with Dave Bristow and Manatee Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now at 877-969-8600. And now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. 
Okay, everyone, welcome back to Beast on this very soggy Tuesday evening. It uh, has let up again, but still uh, raining outside, but we're nice and dry in Beefo Brady's, and we have uh, just about 10 minutes left in the show, our final segment. We're going to throw our last trivia question out for the night. We always try to have a trivia question that has to do with our opponent, our opponent this week, St. Pete High, and here is the question. There is a graduate of St. Pete High, a former major leaguer who now lives in Bradenton, and he's lived in Bradenton a long time. And he's a great guy. And he is a, uh, should I give out the year he graduated? Nah, that might give it away. Let's just say a uh, long-time major leaguer, a 15-year career. And let's Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. God doesn't want us living a troubled life. Will we live in the midst of trouble? Yes. God never said that, listen, that you and I could handle anything. He said he would daily bear our burdens. It doesn't make any difference how heavy the burdens may appear to be. God Almighty will enable you to triumphantly, victoriously, quietly, peacefully walk through that stress so that stress does not become distressed, but it turns into an absolutely, listen, indescribable, immeasurable peace. And uh, we'll give out the trivia question again. Man, we've had a, a battle here with this bad weather, just like the satellite here uh, at Beefs, and we are now back connected again. So, again, I'm going to give out the trivia question one more time for those of you who are listening it is a former Major League Baseball player who resides in Bradenton, graduated from St. Pete High back in the 1960s, a 15-year veteran of the Major Leagues, and he drove in the one millionth run with a three-run homer back in 1975. That's pretty cool. One millionth run driven in by this guy. And Danny Carter's here. Being a baseball guy, Danny Carter's got to know this, but, you know, I doubt He it. has no idea. I doubt he raises his hand because <laughs> he, he doesn't want to deprive someone else from winning this trivia. <laughs> and it could be. Uh, look at look at Phil Dudevaz busy on his phone. Yep, he's Googling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just give it a shot, Phil. You can do it. Our statistics, man. So, anyway, if you have any idea who that is, the uh, former major leaguer who now resides in Brayton and has lived here for a long time, um, Give us a call, 955-0930, or raise your hand here at Beefo Brady's. Okay, we've got a few minutes left in the show. St. Pete High, watching them on film. John, uh, talk about their offense, uh, a little bit of a different type of offense. Yeah, they're, uh, <clears throat> just like Drew was saying, they're, they're, they're disciplined, they're physical, they're going to try to impose uh, you know, their, their run offense on you, and uh, they've got some speedy, speedy backs, and... Uh, couple of them are pretty slippery we've got to make sure that we wrap up and and um, you know that we play discipline and, and sound sound defense and um, you know and just uh, when we have the opportunities to make the tackle we got to make sure we wrap them up what team offensively do they remind you of uh, that we've played this year uh, probably Ware County yeah, yeah. yeah. and you I know the, the and the, the difficult thing is they you know they they run 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 
and then they try to pop one on right. you exactly. and, and kind of give you a sneaky tag. And, and that's kind of the, the, you know, why we've got to be disciplined and, um, you know, make sure that we're reading our keys and, and, and spilling and, and running and tackling and doing all the things that, um, you know, we're coached to do. The good news there, our defense played outstanding against right. Ware County, despite the fact the final score looked a little lopsided. A couple of those Defense scores. wins championships, Dave. Yeah. You know that, right? Well, and, and we're right on track. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, they, they really remind me of Ware County. And, uh, well, we got Chuck Sandberg oh, on the line. It. All right. <laughs> Chuck, go ahead, buddy. Hey, I think it's Milt May, guys. You got it, it Chuck is. Sandberg. Milt May. Yeah. yeah. Isn't he, he's a great guy, a longtime catcher in the Pirates organization. And, uh, yeah, isn't it, isn't it cool? Did you know he had the one millionth RBI? I did not know that. Well, see that? You learned something tonight, Chuck. It's unbelievable. He had the most unorthodox batting stance with the bat straight up in the air, and then he hit through the ball. And you remember that? Oh, yeah. And he was a career, a decent hitter, close to 270 for a catcher. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he, he went on to be a hitting instructor. Yeah, yeah he was an outstanding guy, and his, and his, and his son, Scott May, played for us back in the 90s. Chuck, job. you got it, and you know what? You're going to get some wings, buddy. That's awesome, man. I appreciate it, guys. Okay, Chuck. Hey, we'll, thanks, Chuck. All right, uh, Chuck Sandberg, receivers coach for the Canes, <laughs> and himself a long-time See, that baseball count. player. Yeah, he's a baseball player, <laughs> and court, his son not, is. That's not fair. I'm not so sure why we allowed him to answer I, about you. I, <laughs> That's, he needs to split the wings with yes. you. Milt yes. May was the answer. Milt May, uh, long-time Bradenton resident, uh, married to Brenda uh, Boyd May, uh, I think daughter of Wilbur Boyd, right, uh, Bob Sweat? Yeah. And um, he, uh, back way back when uh, I just started working around here, uh, way back in the day, I did a sports talk show down in Sarasota, and he was one of my first guests ever, Milt May. Yeah, that's when he was, uh, I think, winding down his career. And what a great guy, just a, just a great guy. And uh, He's had a nice career, and he is a 1968 graduate of St. Pete High. Wow. So let's get back to the Green Devils' court as far as defense. Um, they look pretty sound defensively. And before we talk about that, Coach Fabrizio. We have a pass with him. Yes, yes we do. He was yes. at Seminole. When you when you played, right? Yes, yeah. He was at Seminole the couple <laughs> years that we played him, Fabrizio. And he had a son who played there and was a very was good player. An excellent player. Yes. And you know what? This team is very, very reminiscent of that team. Yeah, they run, you know, four-man front, three-four, stuff that we've seen before, so nothing new to us. Yeah, I was watching them. One game they ran kind of a three-man front with two outside backers that would close in almost to a 5-2 five, five, look. And then the next game I watched, it was a 4-3. What do you anticipate, a little of both? A uh, little bit of both. So we're preparing, we're practicing both, so we should be ready to go. Yeah, that's. Uh, I knew that he coached uh, – Seminole, right? Seminole, yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they were very, very sound. I think their son was a Joey. Yeah, Joey Fabrizio. Yes. Joey Fabrizio, a very hard-nosed. Yeah, we guy. had a couple good games up there. So John, uh, big game. Yeah. I know that uh, the team will be focused, ready yeah. to roll. Uh, should be a great crowd also Friday night. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and that's something we stressed all week is is if we want to get to where we want to go postseason play that you know and be as successful as we can be in postseason we've got to host we got to host as many playoff games as we can and we got to be district champs to do that so this is another step on the ladder it's a big game the kids uh we've got some veteran guys that have played a lot of football for us so they understand what it takes and 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 what's at stake and so they're they're excited should be uh should be a good one for us 
Uh, we've got about a minute left. Uh, Sloan Drummond's, I thought, after a so-so game against Riverview, played yep. pretty well. I loved that pitch on the option. I loved yep. the screenplay, and that pitch was just beautifully executed. Y- y- yeah, Sloan came uh, came back from from the Riverview game where <clears throat> made some mistakes and and did some things that um, you know probably he looks back and we, we correct on film. Um, you know, he came back ready this week prepared or excuse me the week of palmetto prepared and and uh, ready to give a good performance you know through 66 percent 170 yards um you know gave us again that balance that we were looking for and and and, um you know we were anticipating so i thought he did a really good job and um you know and uh the 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 challenge that i kind of set forth for him is how you respond each and every week just because you have a good a good game last week doesn't mean it's just going to carry over automatically you've got to make sure you're preparing yourself physically mentally um, you know, take over the game. And Johnny threw it once. Yes, he did. And it, it was pretty close. close. It, was it, close. Was, it was close. Yeah, I told Johnny yesterday we're going to have to work on his completion percentage. He's 0 for 2 right now. So. <laughs> but, boy, you could see them biting so much, John. Yeah, yes. Well, and that's the thing it, it, is when when he is in the Wildcat, he's going to have to be able to to do some things where we could get the ball on the perimeter because teams are going to load the box. And so we've tried the slant. We've tried a nine route to Kelvin, and, and, and it's close. Uh, but just uh, if we can connect on those types of plays, that's going to give us the balance, at least with uh, Johnny at the quarterback. All right, Cord, thanks for stopping by tonight. Thank you. John, good luck Friday Thank night against much. the Green Devils. All right, that'll do it for our show. ManateeFootball.com is your place for all things related to Manatee Hurricane football. We'll be on the air at 7 o'clock with a 7.30 kickoff. It's St. Pete and Manatee Friday night. Until then, this is Dave Bristow for head coach John Booth and Cord Graham and Gene Brown. So long, everyone. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.